0: In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And fun fact, 13 years ago today, the Bitcoin price topped one penny for the first time, literally meaning Bitcoin is now up over 300 million percent ever since. And quoting Max Geiser, Tether isn't pegged to the US dollar. It's a virtual US dollar. He also says that if only 5% of that money ends up in Bitcoin, you're talking about a price of 600 dollars eight $800,000 a Bitcoin, which of course is a target now within reach if Larry Fink over at BlackRock, the $9 trillion gun, is going to start firing bullets at the little Bitcoin target. Send it. Also in today's show, breaking news, the SEC accepts the BlackRock Bitcoin ETF app signaling regulatory review. We'll also be discussing it's time for the SEC to settle with Coinbase and Ripple and what that would likely look like, as well as Coinbase pauses staking services in four United States states following regulator orders. We'll also be discussing the BlackRock CEO Larry Fink says interest in crypto is global, predicting a spot Bitcoin ETF will lower the investing costs. Also be sharing with with you Jack Mahler's one million dollar Bitcoin price prediction, and quoting him here from a recent interview. If you're following how humans harness electricity and energy to innovate through new tech, we took energy and built airplanes, TV, radio, light bulb, internet, and now we did it with money. Bitcoin touche. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. <laughs> Net. And welcome to y'all just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1342. I'm your host JV and today is Saturday, July 15th. So happy sat stacking Saturday. Let's get it and checking out the market watch here. You can see we're still consolidating trading at just above 30,200 down 3% for the day. We have Ether down 3% trading just above 1900 XRP down 5% trading at 70 cents. And as you can see, just overall, most of the are correcting and checking out the crypto market cap.com we're currently sitting at 1.2 trillion with 44 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the volume down almost 34 percent bitcoin dominance also on the decline since the ruling of the sec versus ripple labs and xrp being deemed not a security as many uh, of the Bitcoin market cap went into alts. So Bitcoin is currently at 48.4% dominance with Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Compound lead in the pack up almost 10%, trading above 76 bucks, followed by 1inch up 5%, trading below 37 cents, followed by Dogecoin up 2%, trading just above 7.3 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we can see... Not much in the green, you just got comp. And Doge and a uh, Satoshi Vision barely with the biggest losers being XRD down 10.7%, FTM down 6.4%, and CFX down 6.2%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 56 in greed. Yesterday was a 60, last week a 58, and last month a 41 in fear. So there you have it, and welcome to all y'all in the live chat. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't said hello and let me know where you're from, do so now now. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud as this is an interactive show when we do our live Q&A at the end of every episode. With that being shared, now let's take a look at the charts and check out the Bitcoin price action and what is popping right now in crypto. After marking a new 13-month high just the other day of 32000 Bitcoin has been rejected once again and even dipped below 30,000 hours ago. Very Short-lived, though, I must say. Most alts are also in the red following the recent gains except for Doe, Sheep, and OP, as well as a few others. Most of the working week went by quietly for Bitcoin as the asset spent its trading sideways in a tight range between thirty and $31,000. But how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto taking advantage of these corrections and dips? Let me know in the comments below. Write BTFD. And all that, however, changed on Thursday evening when Judge Torres, presiding over the legal battle between Ripple and the SEC, CC ruled in favor of the blockchain company in regard to its native crypto, Bitcoin along with the rest of the entire market went on the offensive and spiked to just under 31,900 on Bitstamp which is the new annual high. Which is pretty cool. However, Bitcoin couldn't maintain that run and quickly retraced by a grand and the landscape worsened just yesterday evening as Bitcoin dumped hard and slipped just below 30,000 for the first time in a week. But despite bouncing off of that level and currently sitting at a few hundred bucks above it, Bitcoin is still 3% down on the day with its market cap tumbling to 590 billion after exceeding 610 billion just yesterday. And as you can see, the Bitcoin dominance is also on the decline. We also have XRP obviously losing momentum after gaining what, like roughly 80% in a matter of hours based off that news. And now XRP is being relisted on a lot of the top exchanges in the world. Now, this fun fact is very interesting because 13 years ago, that's right, in 20, uh what would that 2013, right? We're in 2023 right now. The Bitcoin price hit one penny for the first time. And many people said it would never hit a dollar, you know, let alone, uh, you know, 20 cents. And lo and behold, we're now up over 300 million percent since with the Bitcoin price action above $30,000. Let's get it now. Recently, Tether USDT has depegged from the dollar. So Max shared his two satoshis here. Tether isn't pegged to the US dollar; it is a virtual. U.S. dollar. The difference being that a peg is one country trying to stabilize their own currency, pegging it to another while exposing it to the risky, vacillating, unpredictable underlying economies or economics involved. USDT is a virtual U.S. dollar backed by almost entirely by UST bills that has no such risk exposure. Any discount of USDT on Binance reflects a breakdown in Binance's ability to match orders on their exchange and doesn't reflect on USDT at all. People lump these two concepts together, a peg and virtual currencies like USDT, but they are two separate and distinct entities. Now he also points out, why does my opinion matter? I invented and have a patent on virtual currency securities and market making, which is a fact. Here's the proof here. Max was awarded a US patent number 5950176 for the virtual specialist technology on which the Hollywood Stock Exchange operates. He created virtual securities, movie stocks, and star bonds and created the first fully convertible virtual currency called the Hollywood dollar. So massive shout out to uh, Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert. And a recent, an episode of the Orange Pill Pod, which I just transcribed, quoting Max here, if only 5% of that money ends up in Bitcoin, referring to 100 trillion plus of the global assets, you're talking about a price of $600,000, dollars $800,000 per Bitcoin, which of course is a target now within reach. If Larry Fink the CEO of BlackRock, the $9 trillion gun is going to start firing bullets at the little Bitcoin target. Send it and let's go. If you'd like to see a $800,000 Bitcoin price target, put a one in the live chat or in the main comment section right down below. And welcome to y'all just joining here in today's show. Let me know what you're most excited about in the crypto sphere here today. Now let's break down our next breaking story of the day, BlackRock ETF approval. Well, the SEC has finally uh reviewed or going to be reviewing the app, which is a good thing. The United States SEC has accepted BlackRock's app for a spot Bitcoin ETF following its acknowledgement of a similar app by Bitwise the day before. The SEC's acknowledgement indicates the commencement of the official review process of BlackRock's ETF proposal. While it is an initial step, at a lengthy regulatory journey, it signals the SEC's readiness to explore the idea of a spot Bitcoin ETF and assesses its potential market effect. We already know this is bullish as all heck for Bitcoin, right? ETFs are investment funds that typically follow specific indexes and are co- commonly traded on the exchanges. In the realm of cryptos, a fund that mirrors the value of one or multiple digital tokens and comprises a variety of cryptos is known as a crypto ETF, exchange-traded fund. On Friday, July 14th, the regulator announced that it is also in the process of reviewing apps for various funds, including Wise, Original Bitcoin Trust, Wisdom Tree, Vanek, and Invesco Galaxy. Let's go. BlackRock's entry into the Spot Bitcoin ETF race is significant due to its stature in the financial industry. Its filing for a Spot Bitcoin ETF included an agreement for surveillance sharing with Crypto Exchange. Coinbase, the largest crypto exchange in the United States, just FYI. The competition amongst companies vying to be the first to launch a Bitcoin ETF in the US is seen by many as a positive development for the crypto industry. I call it Bitcoin game theory in full effect. Now, with multiple filings, the chances of success increase, the diverse proposals enabling the SEC to access different strategies and concerns. The SEC has yet to approve a spot Bitcoin ETF in the US. However, in Canada, the financial product is already available. Three significant significant funds including the Purpose Bitcoin, 3IQ Coin shares and CI Galaxy Bitcoin have been approved by regulators in the country. So, Mr. No Clarity, Gary Gensler, when are we going to get a spot Bitcoin ETF finally approved by the SEC? I feel it's only a matter of time. They can only push it back for so long. They've been pushing it back for over the past decade. Fact, uh the Gemini uh, exchange owned by the Winklevoss twins, they submitted an application for the first spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States back in 2013, around the time Bitcoin was a penny. So why has the SEC and No Clarity Gary and Jay Clayton, who came before him as the chairman denying it? Manipulation. Can you say that? I mean, but guess what? They're going to have to respond to the applications before the Bitcoin halving, which is roughly to be sometime between April and May of next year. So I think it might be the perfect storm. We shall see. How do you feel this race uh, for Bitcoin ETF is likely to play out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below naturally, you should be very bullish for it, as once we get that approval, there's trillions sitting on the sidelines for major institutions, which can flow right into Bitcoin. In fact, as I covered in yesterday's episode, $30 trillion worth of capital can literally flow just like that into the king crypto once the spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States finally gets approval. So let's go. Now for the latest regarding the SEC and settling with Coinbase and Ripple is now that time. Let's talk about this a bit. In every major litigation, there comes a moment when you realize it's time to settle. A ruling doesn't go your way. A juror gives your legal team the side eye. The judge makes it clear it's time for the settlement conference. And after Judge Torres' decision in SEC versus Ripple, the time has come for the U.S. SEC to settle the remainder of its case against Ripple Labs, as well as the ongoing case against Coinbase. And I'm gonna scroll through here. We all know the Howey test and that the SEC has old school ways of determining if an asset is a uh, unregistered security or a commodity. But here we go. This turns the SEC's case against Coinbase on its head and Coinbase knows it. has sent a strong message to the SEC when Coinbase relisted the XRP token within hours of Torres' decision. That means the exchanges were literally waiting to relist. Now, the victory was only a partial victory. Keep that in mind, but it makes it very difficult for the SEC to target secondary markets and crypto securities like secondary trading on the Coinbase platform. All of this analysis doesn't even begin to explore the challenges the SEC will face with the Supreme Court eager to reign in its administrative agencies with the evolving major questions doctrine that could dramatically curtail the SEC's war on crypto. Also, keep in mind that the SEC has the right to appeal that decision. Do you think they're likely to do that or accept this partial defeat? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. The SEC's best move now is to settle and make a deal with Coinbase. Coinbase already extended the olive branch to the SEC a year ago by filing the request for rulemaking to create an adapted listing process for crypto assets. Now, it was suggested the same about six months earlier after a hearing of the SEC Investor Advisory Committee, which was led. The committee found that crypto tokens could not feasibly register with the SEC without adaption of the listing process. And while there is no shortage of crypto lawyers, Lawyers ready to work with the SEC. In fact, they have an unlimited budget, you know what I mean. Now, many of the disclosure requirements in the SEC disclosure rules about board of directors, executive compensation, shareholder proposals, and financial statements simply don't fit crypto projects. Who would register Ethereum today? It has no board and no CEO. What assets and liabilities would be on the balance sheet of an entity filing documents about Ethereum? Great question. Given that no entity actually controls the well-decentralized Ethereum blockchain, none of that is clear at this time. So the game of chicken that the SEC has been playing with Coinbase and Ripple needs to end because the SEC is about to get run off the road. There is a better path consistent with the rule of law. It is time for the SEC to work with crypto lawyers to develop a workable crypto asset listing and disclosure regime and quit the blith just come in and register talking points, which we all know they can do that and provide no clarity so they can continue their unlawful regulation. But there you have it. How do you feel the settlement will Likely be with SEC versus, uh, you know, uh, Ripple Labs' XRP as well as Coinbase. I think it'll be favorable, especially for Coinbase, considering that BlackRock already named them as their, uh, you know, partner for their listing uh, share agreement along with all these other exchanges. So obviously they know something that the rest of them does not know. And naturally, being XRP just took the V, the victory, and the SEC just took the L. If they appeal, that will make them even look like even more, uh, uh, you know, wackadoos. I don't want to say a bad word, so I just threw wackadoos out there. But we already know. No love for no Claire Gare. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for him, we'd probably have already a uh, spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States and wouldn't be dealing with a lot of the issues we're dealing with, like the fallout of FTX with $10 billion of investors' funds gone. Celsius, uh, breaking news the other day, Mashinsky just finally got arrested, but he already bailed himself out with $40 million bail. We'll see how all this plays out. I'll be keeping you posted. Now, for those of you staking on coinbase please note uh the following uh they just paused their staking services in four united states uh states u.s based crypto exchange coinbase announced it will temporarily stop customers from staking additional assets in four states amid legal proceedings from local regulators check it july 14th blog post coinbase said users in california one of the largest states in the United States, New Jersey, South Carolina, and Wisconsin would be restricted from using certain staking services until further notice following the US SEC filing a lawsuit against the crypto exchange in June for offering unregistered securities, regulatory bodies, in 10 US states started their own legal proceedings prompting the suspension of certain services. So there you have it. If you're currently staking on Coinbase, be aware. Quoting them here, we strongly disagree with any allegation that our staking services are securities. The Winklevoss twins said the same thing, (laughs) but we will fully comply with the preliminary state orders, which are required, even though that comes before we've had the opportunity to even defend ourselves. And according to Coinbase, only the regulators' actions in California, New Jersey, South Carolina, and Wisconsin require a pause in staking additional assets. Users based in Alabama, Illinois, Kentucky, Maryland, Vermont, and Washington are eligible to stake crypto just as they were before. Now, how many of you are currently staking your crypto on an exchange? Let me know in the comments below. And do note, the risk factor associated with getting those gains is the fact if something was to happen to the exchange, you could potentially lose your crypto, as we say on the channel often, not your keys, not your coins. Now, the announcement followed the first pre-motion hearing in the SEC case against Coinbase. The commission filed a lawsuit on July 6th, alleging the crypto exchange operated as an unregistered security broker since 2019. Coinbase has largely denied all the options. Allegations. Now, state and federal regulators have gone after other crypto firms for staking, claiming the services violated security laws back in February. Kraken reached a $30 million settlement with the SEC, requiring it to stop offering staking services or programs to U.S. clients. Also, Gemini's Earn, a very similar uh, predicament to there. Yeah, frickin' have it. Now for the latest from BlackRock's CEO, Larry Fink, who has been going on a media spree recently, sharing a lot of bullish news for Bitcoin and crypto, which we love to hear. Then I'm going to be breaking into the latest from the one and only Strike CEO, Jack Maulers, and his $1 million price prediction, as well as the latest coming from his podcast and what he has been up to. And then we'll dive into our live Q&A. Again, make sure to say hello and where you're from in the live chat. Massive shout out to Ellen. She sent a super chat contribution of 20 bucks. I just want to say, I greatly appreciate the support. It means a lot. But all right, now for our next story of the day. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink says there is an increasing global interest in crypto and a spot Bitcoin ETF could lower the investing costs. That's right. In a new interview on CNBC's Squawk on the Street, Fink says that much like gold ETFs lowered the cost to invest in the precious metal, a Bitcoin ETF would likely do the same for the King Crypto. Let's go. He says the Bitcoin ETF would also open up the King Crypto to a broader pool of investors facts as worldwide demand for crypto investing is on the rise facts. And according to Fink, one reason for the growing interest is the belief that crypto can act as a hedge against depreciating fiat currencies like the US dollar. You already know, fam, quoting him here, we have a responsibility to democratize investing and we have done a great job. And the role of ETFs in the world is transforming investing. And I like to think we're only at the beginning of that. Now with crypto, the idea of democratizing that role, the cost right now to transact is quite expensive. We're talking points, not decimal points. And so that's a big point too. Over the last five years, more and more global investors are asking us about the role of crypto. And as I've said, I do believe a lot of crypto is going to be an international asset. It has differentiating value versus other asset classes, but more importantly, because it is so international, it's going to transcend any one currency and currency valuation. Very bold words. And if you look at the value of our dollar, how it depreciated the last two months and how much it depreciated over the last five years, an international crypto product can really transcend that. And that's why we believe there are great opportunities. And that's why we're seeing more and more interest. And the interest is broad based. Worldwide, so there you have it. And he also says we are working with our regulators because we want, as in any new market, if BlackRock's name is going to be on it, we're going to make sure that it is safe and sound and protected. So there you have it, coming directly from the CEO of the largest asset manager in the world, which is BlackRock, which is rumored to control somewhere between nine and twenty trillion dollars in assets under management. Couldn't be more bullish than that. Let's freaking go! And someone was all. Awfully kind and just sent me a $50 super chat contribution. I think that's the highest we have ever received here on the channel. Peter wrote, you're a legend. I love watching your YouTube vids and seeing how consistent you are. Keep up the great work. How high do you think MicroStrategy? will go well I think it will continue soaring and rising as it should because currently there's no spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States the closest thing you can get to it is either investing in a Canadian ETF or in microstrategy which I would consider like a Bitcoin stock considering it's publicly traded and considering uh you know how bullish sailor is yeah you know I mean I mean put a sailor interview on and I couldn't be more bullish he pumps me up each and every time I listen to him and let's not forget not only were they the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on the balance sheet, but also currently controlling over 150,000 BTC, making them the largest corporate holder of the King Crypto. So that's what's up. Now for the latest from Jack Maulers and his $1 million price prediction before we dive into our live Q&A. Massive shout out to everyone here in the live chat. Greatly, greatly appreciate all your uh, continued support. So first and foremost, this is from a new interview uh, with the Strike CEO. He recently shared. If you're following how humans harness electricity and energy to innovate through new tech, we took energy and built airplanes, TV, radio, light bulb, internet, and now we did it with money, Bitcoin facts. And he also just launched his own podcast called Money Matters Pod. And his first episode is with Jack Dorsey. Excellent, by the way. They talk about all sorts of subjects, not just Bitcoin. And here's what he had to say uh, regarding the pod. I saw a lot of people worried this is just another Bitcoin pod. It's not. Money Matters is an exploration of the Intersections of finance, culture, and everyday life with the aim to help the world to understand the often unexplored narratives of how money shapes our world. We talk to CEOs, athletes, artists, hedge fund managers, politicians, etc. meet the world where they are. Money matters to us is all but is so misunderstood. Financial education needs to be more culturally relevant, entertaining, and accessible. Orange pilling the masses. So I love his statement. An excellent first episode. If you got a chance to watch it, do let us know in the comments right down below, but now more specifically, let's talk seven-figure Bitcoin, shall we? When he was speaking to CNBC's Power Lunch with Kelly Evans, Mahler's discussed the role of Bitcoin in the ongoing banking crisis and is 100% convinced Bitcoin price will hit $1 million fueled by global hyperinflation. That's right. According to Mahler's, the Fed has tarnished its name by printing more money to save the banking industry, despite claims to reduce inflation by 2%. As such, Mahler's expects big things ahead. Uh Quoting him here, The only two things I can guarantee in this world, nobody can live forever and nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. Facts. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That's why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. bye Far hands down, my favorite Jack Mauler's quote of all time uh, right there. And he also goes on uh, to share in regards to alts. My overall opinion is that the name of the game is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as possible. Alts are interesting, but a lot more speculative. I use them to accumulate more Bitcoin. Now, how many of you can relate uh, to Jack Mauler's? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And when do you feel his bold prediction of a seven-figure Bitcoin price fueled by hyperinflation will likely turn into fruition. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.